Welcome to Technically Educated, a podcast about using technology in education, about learning and teaching in the classroom and at home. I'm Chad Kuhn, middle school technology teacher, husband, father of three teen sons, and a six-year-old daughter. I am always learning, whether I'm in the classroom or not. I am Technically Educated. In this series of episodes, I will be looking at the ISTE standards for coaches from 2011, the International Society for Technology and Education, goes right along with everything that this podcast is about, technology and education, has a list of standards for coaches as they help teachers teach and use technology in the classroom. In this episode... I will talk specifically about points B and E. Point B, coach teachers in and model design and implementation of technology-enhanced learning experiences using a variety of research-based, learner-centered instructional strategies and assessment tools to address the diverse needs and interests of all students. I'll be focusing on the assessment tools there uh, after digging into point E, Coach teachers in and model design and implementation of technology-enhanced learning experiences using differentiation, including adjusting content, process, product, and learning environment based upon student readiness levels, learning styles, interests, and personal goals. Um, So starting with differentiation in, in point E, allowing students choice as much as possible with with uh, a lot of lessons, a lot of uh, assignments, projects is going to be a lot more engaging for them and give them control and ownership. And that's something that I like to do as often as possible. And as the standard uh, mentions, there's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, sometimes the content, what what information is going to be covered can be something that they can choose, um, whether it's a report and we're working on on the research and report part of it, um, or whether it's a skill that they're uh, that they're they're learning, um, some passion that they get to follow, as long as uh, we are building in those uh, uh, standards from the classes that uh, that you are teaching or that that the teacher is teaching, there are a lot of different ways to get there. And content is one way that can be adjusted. The process, how they get through it, can be adjusted. Um, It talks about readiness and reading levels, so students uh, can can access information that is at their reading level with tools like Newzella, or uh, we can help them pick out research uh, that is uh, something that they're going to be able to understand, uh, not just in their passion, but something that, that is at their level. Um, and then product is where I really think that technology can come in big here um, and give them an option about how they want to uh, show their learning, whether they make a game or a presentation or a video or a an infographic. There are so many different things. Um, And so as a technology coach, I collect those projects, show those to teachers, 
and and demonstrate how we can uh, have those uh, projects available for students. Uh, students in my class ask to do them in other classes. So um, those choices in pro project are really important and a, and a big uh, way that we can use technology to differentiate. Um, and when we've differentiated that much um, in allowing students to do completely different projects to demonstrate their learning, then we're going to have to assess it differently. And that means that we're going to have to, to have differentiated assessments. We're going to have to have assessments that cover different projects, and one, one rubric is not going to cut it. And so I like to give as much choice as possible here as well. Um, uh, several years ago, I came across the single point rubric uh, in a, a blog post at uh, Cult of Pedagogy by Jennifer Gonzalez and have started using different forms of a single point rubric where I don't have to come up with a, a definition of all the different ways that students can miss uh, nailing the criteria for the project. Um, I just give them the, the major criteria and, and then when we evaluate it, it either we make notes on the rubric about how they can improve it to meet that standard or how they, um, what evidence there is that they, they met that standard or even exceeded that standard. And so instead of dreaming up all the different ways that they can miss the point, I get to look at their work or teachers get to look at their work and point out their ways that they can prove to get to that standard and ways that they, they nailed it. And that feedback is incredibly valuable. I'm trying to move more and more towards less grades and numbers on those but just um, real feedback that, that they can take and, and use to improve their work um, and their demonstration of, of what they've learned. And we get to a real a motivation to, to do things well because I'm going to be evaluated. I'm going to get feedback based on what I actually did, not just a number. And... And it also helps me avoid uh, nitpicking and, and just um, taking off points because uh, because it wasn't perfect. Did it really did it, did it meet the standard? And the the greater choice that's available here is um, in my in my uh, master's or graduate classes at Bowling Green. One of the, the technology classes. Um, I was able to choose my own project and had to write my own uh, rubric. How do I, how did I want my project, a game that I was making with a, a game maker app, how did I want that to be evaluated? And that was a, a checkpoint about halfway through the project. What are, what are my goals? How am I going to measure my success as a student in the class on this project? What do I want it to, to do? And, as a student, I had an option to to uh, revise that along the way and go, you know, I, I, I plan to do five of these seven different things. But as as I got into it, you know, only four of them were really feasible to put together. So I'm going to adjust that. But through communication with the teacher and through through my experience, um, 
uh, working towards that, the goals that I set with my own rubric, um, I was able to uh, take ownership and really dig in and learn all that there was um, and everything that I wanted to learn working through that project. And um, when we give students that ability, um, that, that communication back and forth was technology uh, driven. It was through a, you know, through a, a rubric that was created and shared back and forth online, that communication, um, especially on, in an online class, but even in a face-to-face -face class is going to involve technology. But giving students the opportunity to set their own goals, um, definitely at, at lower levels, they probably need um, more of an example of, of how this can go. And they can, they can mostly copy one uh, that you give. Uh, as an example, or they can tweak it a whole lot, but it gives them some ownership and is going to be more motivating along with the motivation from being able to choose um, how and what they share to demonstrate their their mastery or their learning of the topic. Um, I will link to that, uh, that blog post from Cult Pedagogy in the show notes. Hopefully you'll check it out and consider how you can offer students choice in their process and project and even in evaluation. Thanks for listening to Technically Educated. Until next time, never stop learning.